DJ and PK brought to you in part by Mark Miller Subaru. Time now to welcome in Dylan Colley, former BYU wide receiver. Dylan, good morning. Good morning, fellas. How we doing? We're doing all right. I suspect that there are some uh, BYU football fans who are still not all the way back. It's uh, you know, it was, it was a dream season, and you're undefeated. And the fact is, when you get eight, nine, ten games deep into a dream season, more often than not, it will fall apart. There are far more teams that get to eight, zero, and lose than there are that finish the season undefeated. There's usually a a bitter loss out there somewhere. And for a long time, BYU fans, they can probably go back to a season, more likely than not in their childhood, but not necessarily, and say, ah. Oh, I remember 2001 starting 12 and 0, and then it fell apart. And for somebody else, it's a season, you know, under Lavelle back in the late 70s mm-hmm. or 80s. Uh, so I'm curious when you play the game. Sometimes it gives you a different perspective. What are you thinking after the first loss of the year? Yeah, uh, I guess to start, a lot of the first losses of the year were within like the first two games for me. Uh, so to even think about right what it would be like to be eight and zero, nine and zero, right, it, it is a bit difficult. But that's that's really what you work for. Um, and you know, I think to go and to do what they've what they've been able to do this entire season is, has been extremely impressive. Um, uh, I think they've built up enough. Right, like we said over the last eight nine weeks, they they've built up enough hype, uh, and you know, uh, from a lot of different people and a lot of different resources that show that they are still right, even with one loss to a very good Coastal Carolina team, an extremely good football team, um, and so you know, there's there's a lot, uh, there's still a lot to look at and say, hey, this is still one of the best seasons that we've had in a very long time, and this is quite possibly one of the best. Uh, teams we've had in a long time so uh, I, I wish I had as many wins as these guys did in this ball game the other day they had some critical drop passes as a receiver could you pinpoint what are some of the reasons why passes are dropped yeah I, I, a lot of that goes right to focus um, and the mental side of it and uh, there were a good amount of balls on the ground, more balls than we've seen all season on the ground. And so uh, I think a lot has to do with the coverage. These guys uh, played a lot tighter. Um, they, you know, uh, the defense backs were a little bit more athletic than, than what we've seen in the last, the last couple games. And so, uh, you know, when it comes to games like this, where it is high situation and you start to feel the, the pressure of everybody else around you, it's kind of difficult to stay, uh, to stay is locked in. Um, but, you know, if, if this was happening throughout the season, you could sit here and say, well, you know, the receivers just aren't very good or, right, what do you expect? It's a high-pressure situation. These guys aren't coming through. You know, uh, I think Saturday's game was just one of those things where it, it wasn't the best game of the season. And, unfortunately, when you're 8-0 and you don't have the best game of the season as a receiver, then – you and it's a loss, right? It feels a little different than just being nine zero and having over a hundred yards and no drops, right? So, of all the things that happened in the game, when you play woulda, coulda, shoulda, what's the one that really sticks with you? You'd like to go back and uh, and change it? 
Uh, I mean, I, based off that last question, I, I, I would say the drop balls. Right? There, there were a lot of plays that were kind of left on the field because of the drops um, on critical critical downs. Uh, one thing that you need to be able to do is is to be able to convert, and, and that's through catching the ball. So if there was one thing that I think could have been done, I always go first to the receivers, and, and that's uh, making sure that there's, you know, maybe not even three drop balls, but just if there's just one drop ball, if we take away two drops, we're in a lot better position throughout the entire game uh, to to get a get a win instead of right being the situation there in today with the loss. What'd you think of that Coastal Carolina play on Zach Wilson after he threw the interception the end of the first half? Yeah, I mean. I think I think it's a very it's I think that's kind of the story of the year, right? In terms of that, that kind of sums up BYU's 2020, which is a very very good thing. Um, is people are after you, people are out to get you, um, and you know, uh, was any of it okay? No, absolutely not. That was some of the most ridiculous football I've ever seen in my entire life. If you feel that you need to do that. Uh, and as people watch that, if that looked like, you know, oh, yes, that's what needs to be done, right, then uh, you're you're going to the extreme to try and take someone out, right? Uh, let let your play talk. Don't, you know, let the cheap shots of <laughs> the cheap shots of a game and trying to get someone injured. Uh, don't let that be the way you win. So, uh, I mean, you saw the guys come out. I know there's a lot of talk about, well, did you know? Did they do a good enough job defending him? Did they come out and get him? And when you have your entire team from the offensive line to the linebackers to the receivers to the DBs, right, trying to come and protect your quarterback, uh, that says a lot about the QB. And and to have the entire team's trust and the entire team's, um, you know, belief that that you're a special a special player, uh, then that kind of signals that hey you've 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 done a lot right when you have people coming after you like Zach Wilson had on Saturday, you've you've done enough right when you have as many people as there were Saturday night after that loss that were saying finally right finally BYU is lost finally we have this we don't have to st- keep hearing about BYU right it was like Christmas morning for ninety percent of the country because they didn't have to hear about BYU anymore which. Right, uh, I think that all that does is show this team was was unbelievable and is unbelievable. And you know, Sunday dropped in the rankings, and Monday we saw three or four guys that ended up on national award watch list semifinalists. Right, with Dax as a Bolitnikov and two for Zach and one for Jake Oldroyd. I mean, a loss is a loss, but this this team is still. It's still worth uh, being top 15 out of 130 teams in the country. Dylan Cauley, former BYU wide receiver, joining us. So you worried about a letdown against San Diego State after uh, such a high and then such a crashing low? No, not at all. Definitive. That's a very short answer right Definitive. there. Definitive. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. I got to admit, though, Dylan, I am a little bit. I- I'm... I find it fascinating. I mean, it's Collie style, and Collies are definitive. But I, but I find it fascinating that you have zero concern about that. Yeah. Uh, 
if, if we go back and we look at the big mistakes that these guys have made throughout their entire careers, right? Uh, a huge tell of that would be Zach Wilson at Boise State, right? Zach should have been haunted by Boise State being at Albertson Stadium. He went in there and it was like that first game his freshman season never even happened, right? Uh, you look at, you know, Dax. Dax early on in his career, his freshman year, right? Dax probably would have played uh, a majority of the season as, you know, which he did, right? But even more so his freshman year, if he didn't have so many mental lapses his, his uh, late in the season because of one drop, right? It was like he had one drop his freshman year. Table started to turn, started to feel the pressure, right? Now to see him in his junior year where, you know, the kid is a top five receiver in the country all around, right? Uh, it just shows that all of these guys are in a position to where they can overcome something bad that's happened. They're a lot mentally they're they're way mentally tougher than the the teams of the teams of old right in the last five six years of BYU. Um, so I'm actually you know uh, that that's probably why I'm so definitive is because I've seen the downs and I've seen how they bounce back. Uh, I've seen how Kalani's led teams to come back in these types of situations, and you know uh, it's it's a much different feel than it ever ever has been before. So why is this team uh, mentally tougher? Is it the defeats they've gone through? Is it just kind of the natural evolution of so many key players being in their third year in the program? Is it something else? Yeah, no, I think I think it's that natural evolution of the, the key players being in the program and, and the relationships that are built and the comfort that's around them. This team knows they're phenomenal, right? This team knows they're very good. And unfortunately, they let one get away because Coastal Carolina was extremely good. Uh, and so... We're not talking about a team that lost. It, it wasn't like, hey, you know, uh, let's get Coastal Carolina on the schedule for December 19th, right, and then go into San Diego State and get, and get beat by San Diego State in the last second. This was, hey, let's go in and play a top 25 team at their house with two days' notice, and then, you know, then we go play a very, in my opinion, this season, I've played San Diego State. Uh, I played him every single year while I was at Hawaii. Uh, so I'm very familiar with San Diego State. You know, now we're saying, hey, let's play a top 25 team that's now in the top 15 because they deserve to be. We lose on the last play of the game. We didn't play our best game. Now let's go play a very subpar version of San Diego State football and let's go put it to them and do what we've done all season. So I think I think that's a huge a huge aspect of it. Do you think that Zach Wilson comes back or goes to the NFL after this season? Uh, I, yeah, I think you have to go to the NFL. Not in terms of the risk that, you know, the senior year brings. More so, you're about to get paid. And as much as you love BYU and are grateful for BYU, the entire reason you play college football is to go play in the NFL. So... I think you have to go. Well, Dylan, 
for all the stuff that happened, I'm still not over the fact how tight you are with Ian Book. And then I looked it up. <laughs> that high school is cranking out people left and right. They got a 49er tight end. They got an offensive coordinator. They got an NBA first-round draft pick. What is in the water at El Dorado? <laughs> Listen, we it, it's it's been uh, you you talk about a place that is very tight knit. Uh, it's a very small town. We've got you know one high school in every single town uh, in the Sacramento area, generally, and you know El Dorado Hills has done a phenomenal job of, of getting athletes in and out. We've had very uh, the administration, right? The coaches have been very constant. We haven't had a lot of turnover. And so, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you, but we have struggled to win state titles, but we have put out a lot of professional athletes. So that's uh, something that, that we're proud of. Well, Dylan, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for stopping by. We will talk to you again next week. Appreciate it.